even busier for me, but that's good. If this is your first time visiting with us, we'd like to welcome you to New Life First Assembly. We're glad you're here. We hope you experience and get something in the service this morning. If you're joining us by internet for the first time, welcome to New Life Assembly of God. We're glad you're here. We hope you come expecting and prepared. This morning, after service, we have a business meeting right after the morning service. So if you are a voting member, please stay. The pastor needs mass participation. So if you're a voting member, please stay. And this morning, if I'm talking loud, or if you see some of the worship team running around and you say something to them and they act like they ignore you, they're not ignoring you, I promise. We've got the new in-ear wireless monitor system, and we're all trying to get used to it. So it's like a sudden block. I can hear me, but I can't hear you. And if you see us make funny faces during worship, and the pastor's back there in the mic like he's whispering something, he's probably talking to one of us in the mic, and we're like, yes, God? <laughs> so so don't, don't worry, we're okay. <laughs> All right? Uh, if you're a first-time visitor, if you'd like to, it's not a requirement, but if you'd like to, we have some visitor cards out on the table in the foyer. If you'd fill one out, drop it in the offering, give it to one of the deacons, to the pastor. Hey, we'd love to, to get to know you better. Amen? That's how we build a family here at New Life. And here at New Life, we are a family. Amen? Men making a difference. Remember, if there's something around your house that needs attention, members in the church, just keep people off of ladders. I won't call no names, but <laughs> if you need something done around your house, springtime's coming faster than what we know. So, yes, ma'am. Oh, they do wonderful work. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Remember, Wednesday, 630. The service has changed from 6 to 6.30. Come drink some coffee. We're doing Learn How to Pray Again. It's an awesome series. The pastor's been doing an awesome job. God's been showing up. Hey, if you're not here, you're missing out on the intercessory part. So please be here Wednesday night, 6.30. Uh, again, if you miss a service and you want to go back, you heard something, you heard a worship song that you liked that we didn't do again for a while, or you heard the pastor preaching on a certain subject, you can go online at newlifeag.church. You can go back and listen to that sermon. Family Day, March 29th. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have food and fun. All the kids are going to run around, and we're going to have good fellowship. Be here. We might even have some good music. Maybe. Might throw some old gospel songs in there. Yeah, look, he didn't, he didn't say no, so. <laughs> Family Day, March 29th. All right. And if you, if you came this morning to give in your tithe and offering, you know, the Bible says bring all the tithe into the storehouse so there may be meat in my house. If you want to give online, that's an option now. You can go online and give your tithe and offering online. Okay, newlifeag.church. 
There's a section on there on the new website that will allow you to go in and pay your tithes and your offerings online. Let me share something with you before we get started this morning. You know, it, it does your heart good when the old you lived a life that was not pleasing to God. And then the new you begins to live a life pleasing to God. And you're getting dressed for church, and you walk by your son's room. You could be doing anything else in this world. But he's sitting there with his headphones on, listening to Spotify, humming. Can't get him to sing in church or anything, but he's humming to a Christian song. That really, it, it, it did something to me this morning. Mike is 23, going on 24. He'd be 24 next month. He could be doing anything else in this world. There's a lot in this world for them to get into. Trust me. At my age, and I'm glad I'm not 24 anymore, 23, 24. At my age, there was a lot for me to get into. But they could be doing anything else. But he's sitting there listening to the word in song. That touched my heart. And I don't know if it touched you this morning, but it touched me. Because you, if you've got little ones and babies, you want to see them grow up. But you don't want to see them grow up and just play church. You want to see them grow up and be a part of God's work and really, truly dedicate their heart and life to Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. They're going to go get ready to, to be a part of the worship. You know, we, we, uh, we always joke around, we got to get dressed back there. we got to get our ears in and all this stuff. So, so with the other equipment, it takes them a little while. That's why we got them back there. But, uh, yeah, you know, he, he was talking about, about Micah, and we're going to talk about this during the service a little bit today. But I heard somebody make a comment that there's burning ones and those that just want to bake. Those that want to bake just want to touch but don't want to change they're still in control but those that burn they have no choice anymore anymore so we're going to talk about that a little bit but uh so but listen I, i've got to do something I, I forgot some people i'm forgetful sometimes my wife is like mm, mm, that's that pentecostal hum like mm, yeah. yeah you know how to put a pentecostal hum on facebook h with a whole bunch of m's and, and then you write after it pentecostal hum just, you know, yeah. And, and so I thought I had announced these people as members, but Chris and Angie Tassan, y'all stand up and uh, greet the people. It's only been about four or five months at least. <laughs> so we love you guys. Make sure y'all love on them and uh, welcome to the family. And we're so glad that you're here. I, I literally thought I did that. And there, some, they asked the other day if they could vote. And I was like, well, yeah, why? But y'all go sit. I don't want to keep you off all day long. And, uh, and so I was like, hmm, okay, let me do that. And uh, if you're interested in membership, we have some forms right out here in the back. And, and you know what we're looking for? We're looking for a, a committed person, right? Somebody that's willing to agree with what we believe here. Okay, that's all in there. Someone who's being faithful to tithing, because that is scriptural. You know, and there, there's some other things in there. We don't believe in, in the use of alcohol. You know, and uh, so there, there's some things in there. When you fill that out, you turn it in. The board, we, we will meet and we will talk about you. Not behind your back, though. And we'll talk to you, and, and, you know, you can become a member that way. Uh, I've also got two other people that uh, have come in and joined the family. 
Uh, Matt, don't stand up too high, but yeah, Matt's back there on the drums. And where, let's see, where's April at? She, and April's in the back playing babysitter. Hallelujah. They, they've come and joined the family. And uh, so we've got, we've got them here. We're so thankful that they're here as well. So, hey, the family's growing. What can I say? Just means you got to buy more Christmas presents. Hallelujah. Amen. I think I got through all those things. I need to write them down. I forget. But uh, then I forget where I put it. So that's a totally different thing. Right now, my mind. See, that's what's interesting about being a pastor that's on a worship team. My mind is thinking worship right now. But I still got announcements and some offering to do. And then I'm, while I'm in worship, I'm thinking about the service. And in the day while I'm in the service, I'm trying not to think about the business meeting. Because <laughs> my mind's always doing that. It's always doing that. It's just, it's, it's a blessing and a curse all at the same time that I'm thinking about 20 things at one time. Yeah, like I wake up in the middle of the night, that's exactly how I could fix this. I could put this here and this here. If I attach it this way, the load will transfer. That's it. And I write down and go back to sleep. Yeah, y'all don't have that problem. But anyways. So, but listen, hey, and before we do the offering, I just want y'all to give a round of thanks to these guys up here. They, uh, we practiced last night. I think Friday we were here for a while doing some setups with, with the equipment in there as well. And, and their time and devotion to, to being better every time, you know, because we're worried about our voices and hitting notes in the right spot and all those. It takes a lot of work. It's a lot of work and a lot of devotion, amen, and they, they put in the time. And look, she's already trying to write a note, trying to remember, go here, go up here, go here. It's, there's a lot in it, guys, and so I'm just so thankful for them. And uh, you know what, though? Right now, I want to bless the Lord. Can we do that? Can we, can we do that? I know uh, Cook talked about it a few minutes ago. Uh, by the way, I called him by his last name because we have too many marks around here. So that's just Cookie now. That's become his name. Do four over there. Yeah, you know, and so... Uh, we call people by last names. We've got too many of the first names. But uh, I'd like to bless the Lord with our giving this morning. And, uh, you know, being, number one, being obedient to what the Scripture teaches us of being, bringing our tithes to the storehouse. Amen. And then blessing him on top of that with an offering. And so like I always tell you, I want you to pray about what should I give. Just don't make it a reaction, right? We give 10%. That's automatic. I do that. But Lord, is there anything you would have me to give above that? Is there a special need that I'm sowing into today? not just a special guest. So today I want us to pray, and you can come and you can give. You can give online at newlifeag.church. Uh, you know, we're, we're almost up to half of our giving is actually through the online, which is interesting, uh, but it's, it's growing. So we're getting more and more of the online, but we still take cash and checks. If you're doing checks, you just write out to New Life. But if you're a visitor, we're not asking you to give. I'm not trying to prod you for money. We don't do that around here unless we're given to a special need, then we'll, we'll pump it up there. But, uh, you know, we, we try not to do that. So let's pray, and I'm going to let you come and give this morning, and we're going to worship. Amen? Father, we are so thankful, Lord, that you are here and all of your blessings, Father. We just we want to be in your house, and we want to be obedient to you and to see you smile down upon us. So today, Father, I ask that you would receive these gifts, receive them in the name of Jesus, and multiply them and use them around the world for your glory but especially right here in Marksville, Mansoura, Louisiana. If you agree with that this morning, I want you to say amen with me. Amen. Well, thank you for giving. You can go ahead and stand up and come give into the offering trays up here, and we're going to get ready to do some worship.
stand up with us this morning.
have to turn them down when they're not singing. We're still working on the sensitivity, so just be ready. The minute they're not singing, turn them down.
I don't usually do this, but this morning in practice, the devil stood up here and caused division. This morning when we got started, the devil come in here with his little problems and with everybody else's issues that we brought in here this morning and trying to stop the move. I feel it. The pastor sitting up here, he feels it. And I don't know if you feel it. But let me tell you, it's a wall that he's put up this morning. I feel it. I can, we can usually sit up here and feel the waves of the anointing begin to splash. But this morning, those waves are hitting a wall. Right now, I'd like for everybody, if you would, close your eyes. Lift your hands to heaven and begin to pray. Just pray. If you, are, if you pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit. If you pray, just pray this morning. Because this has to break. We're here to worship the almighty God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, the great I am. Satan, we rebuke you. and We stand against you this morning. Any spirit that would exalt itself above God this morning, we come against you this morning. We proclaim freedom in this place this morning. A freedom in the spirit of God. Holy Spirit, we invite you this morning. Have your way in this place. Begin to blow, Spirit of God, the wind of the Holy Spirit. God, we need you more than ever. We need a move this morning and a breakthrough, God. Satan, we bind you in the name of Jesus. You have no place here. We shake off those heavy bands. We loose every person in here this morning to, to worship the great I am, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Yeshua. We thank you, God you this morning. We break every chain this morning that would bind in this place. In the name of Jesus. You won't relent until you have it all. My heart is yours. You won't relent until
mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loose. God, we believe. Yes, we can see it. The wonders are still what you do. Come on. Bodies are still Miracles happen when 
to the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, church. We got to do it this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, turn and love on somebody this morning. Tell them the Lord is in this place. There is a move this morning. There is a move. Come on, don't go sit down until you hug on at least two people this morning on your side of the room. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Y'all saw them girls dancing up there this morning? Jesus. Woo. I ain't got much voice left. It'll be all right. What's that going to change, huh? Yeah. Hallelujah. See, we're still playing with sensitivities and mics and things like that. And, and, and to be honest with you, you know what was so weird? Is we put the cover over the drums yesterday, and it quietened things down so much that we're like, well, we're going to have to turn them up. But the problem was is we, I don't know, I've got something wrong in their mics. The sensitivity is too much. We can't really turn them up much. <laughs> so we'll figure it out, though. We'll figure it out anyways, amen. We always do. But that was good stuff. That was good worship right there. Hallelujah. Where's our children at? They're already gone? Yeah, they don't need me. Hallelujah. Jesus, can I get some water? Hey, turn to John chapter 12. That's where we're going to start, but I'm going to get some water. Yeah, I was just more worried that mics would keep feeding back and everything, so I kind of changed the direction of it a little bit so we didn't take as many breaks in between songs because every time they stopped singing, it would feed back. That's okay. It went well. So last week we started talking about so what's next, and we talked about healing, right? We talked about healing last week, and it's healing, it's growing, and it's going and helping others. So what's next? You get saved, right? You're serving the Lord. There's healing that goes on. We talked about physical healing, emotional healing. There's all the different facets of healing that takes place in you when you're saved, not all of us have grown up in church, so some of us have some baggage that needs to be set free. Hallelujah. This week, we're going to talk about growing. And, and let me do something with these ACs. I don't want you all to freeze. It's just the vents running, but the problem is it's just hot outside. 
Yeah, it says it's 70 degrees in here, so it feels cold, huh? Okay, good. I'm just making sure. I'm all sweaty, so it just, you know, I just want y'all to freeze. So what's next? What's next? We're, we're going to get into some things today. I hope that will, will help us. I don't know if we'll get through all of it, but we'll see what happens. John chapter, wait a minute. Nope, wrong verse. That was last week's. That's what happens when you title a message the same thing twice. Second Peter 1 and 3. Whew, I was like, that doesn't look right. That's why I'm terrible at, at these kind of things. Yeah. One. We're going to 3 through 11. Hopefully some of these scriptures aren't too deep, but there's some things that I need to speak this morning. Um, 2 Peter 1, 3, 11, you can go ahead and put it up there. It's in the message translation. Listen to what it says here. Everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know, look at underline this, personally and intimately the one who invited us to God. It just, just literally I could stop right here and go no further today. 2 Peter 1, 3. Everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally, personally and intimately the one who invited us to God. Am I talking about the guy who witnessed to me? The person that prayed with me? Who invited you to God? The Holy Spirit. No man comes to the Father Unless he has drawn. You didn't think one day that you're, you're a bad person. You didn't think one day that you even needed Jesus. It was the Holy Spirit that helped you see that. Because without the Holy Spirit, that would not have happened. But it's the life pleasing, the, the, the life of pleasing God that every believer should want to do. We should live a life that pleases him. But can I tell you, not every believer does. Because some of us aren't interested in learning. We just think we know it. Remember what I said a few weeks ago, and I think I'm going to continue to say it. The biggest hindrance in me gaining a new revelation of God is me thinking I already have one. The biggest hindrance of a church experiencing a move of God is a church thinking they already have. The biggest hindrance to revival over a community is a community thinking that it is already okay. You, you see where that goes. It just continues to go down. So we have always got to be growing. There, there's a saying in, in, uh, in leadership circles that leaders are readers. Every Christian is a leader. Why? Because we're leading the way for the rest of the people to find Christ. We're trying to show them. So we need to be reading. We need to be learning. We need to be going and doing. Okay, let me keep moving on because I need to get through the rest of this. The best invitation we ever received, we were also given absolutely terrific promises. Now, I, I thought that was just an interesting word to use right there. Terrific promises to pass on to you. I think of the word terrific as bad sometimes, like terrible, you know, in, in my mind. So your ticket to participation in the life of God after you turned your back on a world corrupted by lust. Can I tell you that if you're not willing to learn and have a relationship, you will never turn your back on the world. You will continue to go back into the world. 
you will allow it to continually draw you back. Why? The statement I made earlier. There are people that bake and there are people that burn. Think about this. I didn't put this scripture in here, but if you were to go over to 1 Corinthians, don't turn there. I'm just going to read it. I'm going to tell you the scripture reference so you can go and prove me. Come on, phone. 1 Corinthians 15, 4 through 7 says this, that there were over 500 people that Jesus appeared to before he ascended. Over 500 brethren is what the King James says. How many people were in the upper room? 120. What happened to the other 380? They all saw a risen Lord. Like literally, here he was, ha, huh, there's the hole in my side, whatever side it was, right? His hands, his feet. They saw this with their own two eyes. And 380 of them did not show up to the upper room. Why? Because they were only wanting to bake, not burn. Let me tell you something. If you're only interested in baking, it may become uncomfortable for you here. Because those that want to bake in the spirit want to get in and feel the goodness of God. And they want to feel the presence. And oh, everything's so good. It's like kind of setting in the sun a little bit. And oh, it's so good. It's so good. But you're still in control. You refuse to give up control. But those that burn have no control. The log, when it goes in the fire, doesn't tell itself, I want to turn over or come out. It goes in and it burns. Those 120 that were in the upper room got in a burning experience that forever changed them. And they went out and changed the world. We've got to be a burning church, a burning people. But we can't be a burning people if we don't learn to grow in our knowledge and in our intimacy and in, in all of the things about Jesus Christ. Can I tell you a statement I heard years ago from a pastor, an older minister that said, the more times, the longer I serve the Lord, the more I find out I don't know him. My first assumption was, well, you've read the Bible like 600 times, you know, you should know him by now. But he said, the, the least, the, the less I seem to know about him. We should be growing constantly, constantly getting into the word, getting into prayer, finding out what he wants. You know, I'm, I'm having to learn new things right now. If you missed Wednesday, you missed some things. You need to go watch it on online. Because there was a point at the end where God had me to begin to release some things prophetically. And so we were, I was releasing them, and, and I'm having to learn how to listen to God on this because it's different for me. And, and I premised the story with this. I was visiting a church here in the area Sunday night because they had a healing service, and I've been wanting to go, and so I went. And, and part of it is, is when I go into another service like that, nobody's saying, hey, pastor, can you turn the air conditioning down? Can you? So I enjoy those times. Why? Because nobody's bothering me. I can just raise my hands. And there was a couple other church members there, and they, listen, I'm, I'm worshiping, man. I don't care where I'm at. And God gave me a word for that church and its leaders. And I was like, dang, I just, I really just wanted to enjoy myself tonight. <laughs> so guess what I did? Uh, they're busy praying for people. I'll, I'll do it later. So I just kept worshiping. Man, I could feel it, and I could feel it, and I'm just like, yeah, I know God. I know God. 
And all of a sudden, the lady walked over and tapped on me. She said, hey, sir, I, I really don't know who you are, but the Lord says you have a word to release, and you need to release it now. <laughs> so I had to go up to the pastor's wife, and she's laughing because the lady went talk to her first. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I just was trying not to do it right now. I didn't want to get in the way, and, and I did. I released that. But you know what? I've, I'm still learning how to flow better with the Holy Spirit. And on Wednesday night, I began to flow with the Holy Spirit in a way I've never flowed before. But then I asked the congregation this. The, the podium was right here. I, they were praying, so they wouldn't have even noticed it. As I'm beginning to release, I said, I want you all to pray in the Holy Spirit. And as soon as they begin to pray in the Holy Spirit, my knees buckled. And I had to grab onto the podium because I could literally feel the breath of God coming through the building. I had to grab onto the stand, which luckily I was able to hold on. See, I'm learning. I'm constantly trying to grow. Why? Because God is wanting to use us more and more and more. And if I don't learn, I can't help others. So look at the next page up there. Right, well, sorry, go back when I didn't realize it was on the bottom of that screen. So look at verse 5. So don't lose a minute in building on what? Go to the next one. You've been given. We can't lose a minute on building what we have. Complementing your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience. Uh, passionate patience, really. Pa I am never passionate about patience. I can tell you that right now. Let patience have its complete and perfect work, Jesus. Reverent wonder, warm friendliness, generous love, each dimension fitting into and developing the others. Look at that. With these qualities active and growing in your lives. Growing. And then it says no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without its reward as you mature. See, that's growing. It's mature in your experience of our, what's the last one? Master Jesus. Without these qualities, you cannot see what's going right before your eyes, right before you. Oblivious that your old sinful life has been wiped off the books. Look at that. We will continue to walk around, continually going back into the world and allowing the world to, to control what we do with our lustful desires and flesh. Oh, well, I'm free in the name of Jesus. Your eyes ain't free then. Can I tell you that pornography is running rampant in the church today? Seven out of ten leaders have a problem with it. Are we growing or are we getting complacent? I don't ever, ever want to be complacent. I don't ever, ever want to be stagnant. I don't want the grass to grow under my feet. I want to continually learn so that I am better equipped when the enemy comes up with a new tactic. I see it. I'm not oblivious to what the enemy is doing, and I'm not oblivious that I have been set free. I've got to grow and I've got to learn. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of, of this is how's today. I want to bring this to you because most of us in here understand the fact that to grow as a believer, I've got to spend time with Jesus Christ in prayer. I've got to read my word. I've got to get around people that can help me. You know, I begin to pray here, here recently that, that when I go and visit with somebody or, or eat with somebody that I pray and bless the food, but I pray that the time we have together would strengthen my spirit and their spirits. Iron sharpens iron. When we hang out with the world, we look like the world. When we hang out with fellow believers, we both grow. Iron sharpens iron. We've got to grow. We've got to continue to go on. Flip over to Romans chapter 12. 
Listen, if we are going to fulfill what God is trying to release into this house, we have all got to grow. That, that is why you, you've seen me talking about last week in your bulletin, and, and, and we're going to continue to talk about this. We're working on getting those small groups up and running so we can find like things to do together to talk about the Lord. It never fails that I, I'll ride with somebody to Alexandria to go shopping, you know, just, hey, go help them pick up some plywood. We talk about Jesus. Why? We both like Jesus. We both like working with wood. We talk about wood. We talk about trucks. We talk about cars. We talk about Jesus some more. We talk about our personal lives. And you see what I'm saying? That's why we've got to have small groups together that will have Bible studies involved in them as we will strengthen each other. That's why the, the men's fellowship, the women's fellowship, we're, we're going to begin to move away from just eating to there might be some food, but our primary purpose to get together is strengthening ourselves in the Lord. But we like to eat also, so that's going to be there. Not, hey, we're going to go eat. And then this is the byproduct, is a fellowship with the Lord. You see, it's about a mentality of we've got to stop thinking the way we used to think. Look at Romans chapter 12. It's verse 11 and 12. Look at this. Don't burn out. Keep yourself fueled and aflame. Be alert, servants of the master. Cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be in, inventive in hospitality. Don't burn out. Don't get tired. Just because you've been doing this a long time doesn't mean anything. Another translation puts it this way. Never lagging behind in diligence. Never lagging behind in diligence. I really don't know if that was the right one because it does not look like my notes, but it still fits. Never lagging behind in diligence, aglow in the spirit, enthusiastically serving the Lord, constantly rejoicing in hope because of our confidence in Christ, steadfast and, patient, steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, and continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength. Don't lead on your own understanding. Can I tell you how difficult that is as a, as a man that knows how to do a whole lot of things? <laughs> right? Car breaks down, I know how to fix most of it. Except for the timing on that crazy Nissan Altima I got. It's about the stupidest timing I've ever seen on a vehicle. It has driven us crazy. You look, you know, Dave, you, you look at the book. The book says it needs to be here and here, this many between, top deck, yep, it won't run. Well, we remember what it looked like when we took it apart, so we put it back there, and it starts. It's just like, it's way over here. It's supposed to be right here. I don't know. That car drives me crazy. I'm going to move it a little bit more. It's running good right now. I'm going to move it just a hair more and see if it gets better because it's got a little quirk. Always growing and seeking wisdom from the Lord. You know what I do when I'm, I'm working on cars and I'm working on other things? It's like, Lord, you know, my my. That little yellow car broke down the other day down in New Orleans for my son. Started pouring oil out of the engine. First thought was what? Run down there and get it. Lord, you know I'm going to need some help with this because i got to figure out how I'm going to get all the way down there, pick that up, get all the way back with it, and then i got to try to fix it. And then he needs a car. And i got to figure all this. Lord, I need some wisdom today. <laughs> I need some patience for the New Orleans drivers. Hallelujah. I need some favor. And you know what? I got all of that. It was just one simple part that I changed on it. It was back on the road. 
Just one simple part. Cost me 30 bucks from Chevy because nobody else could would sell it. Would have been $12 from AutoZone probably. See, even in the midst of knowing what to do, you stop and say, Lord, I need some wisdom today. I need some help. I need some help. Because the danger is this. If we continually fall back on our own understandings of how we think things should be done, we're not seeking his ways. And we're not allowing him to move in our midst. Just because you know it doesn't mean you don't ask him, say, Lord, how would you want me to do this today? He may have a different way. He may say, hey, why don't you call so-and-so? Call him. Oh, I've done that before. Bring it on over. I'll take care of it for you. You won't even have to touch it. You see, when we allow him to give us wisdom, we're growing one more time. It's a constant growth. It's a constant growth in our trust. Because here's, here's the, the real issue with not growing as a believer. And I'm not talking about how long you've been in church. I'm not talking about how many times you've read the Bible. I'm talking about the fact that have you allowed him to teach you. Right? I have people as a coach that don't want to be taught because they know it all. Brayden, y'all have some of those on the football team, don't you? Yeah, they run a lot of laps, don't they? <laughs> the other school, we called it going to church. They had this big, massive truck tire or a tractor tire, and they'd have to flip it down the middle of the football field. And he'd tell them, go four times. They had to flip that big thing down that 140 yards, right? 20 yards in each end zone, 100 yards in the middle, 20 yards in the end zone. 10, okay, so 120 yards. I never really pay attention to end zone. I just know that's where they get a touchdown. We'd send them to church. Why? Because they need to get their mind right. Maybe we should start doing that here at church. We'll put one out there for people can, when their minds ain't right, we can let them start flipping the tire. <laughs> then they'll think we're uh, one of those gems. So, but the danger is this. If we will not allow him to teach us, what will eventually happen is he will stop trying to teach you. Because you will harden your heart and you will not listen anymore. We have got to grow. We've got to say, God, I don't care if I've done it this way a thousand times and it's worked. Is there a better way? It's the same thing with the church service, the same thing with preaching, same thing with everything. How do you want it done today, God? How do you want it done? That's growing in maturity and that's growing in faith. It's trusting God. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. It doesn't mean God wants you to today. It's growing. It's trusting. It's doing things different than you've ever thought about doing them before. Can I tell you that the, the, the disciples, the early disciples, that was not how church worked for them, right? They had the synagogue. They went and did all those things. Now Jesus teaches them a better way, and they go out and do it. We've got to grow to that. We've got to grow to that because here's another scripture I want you to turn to, Revelation chapter 3. This is where I believe you end up. This is where I believe you end up. If you're not willing to grow, this is where I believe you end up. Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 through 17. L listen to this. I know your record of works and what you are doing. You are neither cold nor hot. King James says, I wish that you were either cold or hot. But because you are lukewarm, you're neither cold nor hot, I will spew. King James says vomit. Imagine that. God says, I will vomit you out of my mouth. And look what he says. For you say, I'm rich, and I have prospered and grown wealthy, and I'm in need of nothing. But you don't realize and understand that you are wretched, 
pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. When we refuse to grow, we become stagnant, and we don't realize we're dead. We don't realize we're dead. I'm talking about a life that's constantly growing, constantly maturing, constantly allowing God to do more and more and more in us. I want the fire of God to burn in every one of us. I want to see the fire of God burn in this region, over our churches in this region, over all of them. Why? Because there are people dying. If my job is to grow so that I can listen to the Lord better and then I can go help people, isn't that what we should all want? Isn't that pleasing to him? Right? When you tell your child, go outside and play, I don't want to. That's not a good thing. I said go outside and play. I don't want to. Right? Y'all older people understand, right? I remember as a kid, it's summertime. Go outside. I don't want to see you till dinner time. Y'all remember that? You only asked once what I did. What I do if I need to use the bathroom? I said I don't want to see you till dinner time. Right? <laughs> I was trying not to go with that. I'm just leaving it. I'm just throwing it out there. Y'all remember those days, right? And we found things to do. Then what's the reason when God says, "Go ye therefore"? And we come to church and we say, I'm bored in church. I'm not doing anything. He told you to get out anyways and go reach the world. All we're doing in here is growing together and learning how to go do it. It's the same principle. To grow. I don't want to become lukewarm. I don't ever want to feel like an area in my life is lukewarm. But can I tell you, there's times where you might. You might say, man, I've been slacking in this area right here. Lord, if have, have I not been allowing the Holy Spirit to tell me that, that there's an issue here? Have I hardened my heart in that area? I think that's possible, that there's an area in my life I say, God, I, man, I'm not feeling conviction in that area. Have we, have we gotten so complacent and comfortable that we don't even allow him to tell us when there's something wrong? Think about that. When's the last time you allowed the Holy Spirit to tell you, hey, 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 don't, don't you do that? Or you do something and you feel bad about it. Not, ooh, I messed up, I'm going to get caught. I'm talking about you felt bad about it without thinking about consequences. That's the Holy Spirit. You know the consequences are there. Why? Because you've got a rational mind. Growing, allowing ourselves to grow and mature in the word. It's not about just sitting in church. Today during the business meeting, we're going to talk about a, a lot of things on how we've grown as a church body and how people are stepping up in all these different positions and, and things that we're looking at even in the future to do. You know why we're able to do all that? Because more and more people are stepping up saying, I want to be used by God, and they're committing to it. Bakers are never committed. Burning ones are. People that bake will never be committed. You know why I stopped asking people to do the coffee outside? The last two people I did, they, they basically came for one week, and I didn't see them for three. <laughs> I said, well, that's not their ministry. <laughs> when I didn't ask them to do the coffee anymore, they got faithful again. People that want to bake never want that, but that's okay. You know what? They need a touch from God, and we need to love on them anyways, and we will. And we're going to try to get them in the fire. Maybe we'll trip them as they go by, and they'll land in the fire, all right, and they'll burn. We need to grow, guys. We need to grow. 
we need to grow to the point where we're allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us, even in somebody else's church, and say, I've got a word for you, and to know that it's a word, not a feeling. To know that it's a word. To know that God loves me no matter what I go through. To know that, that God loves me enough that he will tell me, hey, 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 you're getting off a little bit here. You need to come back. That God loves me enough that he's going to send somebody else to come tell me. That's growing. That's maturity. Can I tell you there's a lot of Pentecostal churches that are very immature? Very immature. Because they want the presence of God, but they want nothing else. I, I believe you have to have a balance. The more presence you have, the more words you need. The more growth you need, the more, the more studies of the scriptures you need. That's why we've been teaching on prayer on Wednesday nights to try to get us all to understand how to pray and how to intercede and how to fight. Why? Because we're fighting for an area. You, you saw this morning with the people that came up, they were fighting in prayer. And you saw the girls dancing after that. <laughs> it was awesome. That's why we just got, I told them, I said, y'all just keep playing. I'm just going to let them go. <laughs> we just kept playing. It was like, Jesus, we'll stay right here for an hour. It doesn't matter. Just let them, they were marinating up here. It was great. You see, that's growth, guys. It's not about being perfect because there's only one perfect being. It's about saying, God, I got to do it no matter what. I got to do it no matter what. And that's where we've got to go, amen? Listen, I don't want to take up too much more time of that. I, I just wanted to bring those things to us that, that God had been speaking to me about. We can't lose a minute in building what we've been given. Time is short. Time is short. I know we've been hearing this for a long time. I haven't been saved as long as maybe some of you have. But he's coming back soon. And I can tell you this, the way the world is going... He's coming back soon because it's getting worse and worse and worse. And it says, as in the days of Noah, it will be at the end. And we're there. Amen. So let me pray for you this morning, and then we're going to shift over and, and we're going to do some other things. So, Father, I am so thankful for your word and for your spirit, Lord. And I pray right now, God, that you would just continue to speak into us and speak over us. Speak over us, God, your words that we will grow and we will mature in our spirit as we serve you and as we follow after you, God. You know, God, it, it's, it's almost like chasing after you. Even though I know you want to be found, we, we've got to have the mentality that I am chasing after God because if I'm chasing after him, I'm keeping my eyes where I'm going. I'm keeping my eyes affixed, and I'm saying, what else do I need for my trip? What do I need to learn? God, we need that kind of a desire that we will chase after you no matter what happens in our life. Mm. Jesus. Mm. Let your spirit flow in this house, God. I pray right now, Lord, that your spirit would burn inside of us, that we would have such a desire to learn more about you, a burning desire to grow and to learn more and understand more and operate more to operate in the gifts of the Spirit, the, the things that seem to make us so afraid at times. Give us the faith to walk into them. In the name of Jesus. Listen, don't be afraid to be used by God. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know how nerve-wracking it is to sit there and play the keyboard at times? very nerve-wracking. I get very nervous at times, especially in songs I'm not very familiar with or comfortable with. 
I said, you know, God, I'm going to make it through this. I'll hit a couple wrong notes, but they'll love me anyway. <laughs> Sometimes I get so lost, I'll be like, voices only. We're laughing because that happened to us a couple last week or the week before. All three of us musicians were looking at each other like, where are we supposed to go? We're like, voices only. We're all like, whew, okay. All right, there we are. Guys, it's going to happen. We're going to make mistakes, and, and we just laugh, and we love, and we just say, you know what? But God is still on the throne, and he's still able, and we learned through it. We learned that even when the bus looked like it was fixing the wreck, we were able to save it. And none of y'all even knew that it was going on. That was what was so funny to us. Y'all just kept worshiping, right? It didn't, so we were like, oh, we're stressing this thing too much. We don't have to be perfect. Don't worry about those things. Just serve God and love God and let him do the rest. Because if you remember our very first scripture, everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us. It's all in you. You just got to allow it to happen. You got to allow it to happen. You got to allow it to be chiseled. You got to allow those things to come out. Amen. Amen. You want to go grab the children for us? Amen. All right, guys. Well, listen, we got to shift over to our business meeting this morning. So what we're going to ask, if you're an active voting member, I need you to sit in the middle because we have some elections to do. Uh, we will have church again Wednesday night. Amen. We're going to do that. We're going to do uh, finish up ch uh, chapter 7 of our... Uh, Huh? Yeah, y'all can go get that. Yeah, y'all get the table. They're going to set the table and everything. But Wednesday, we've got that coming up. Uh, next Saturday, guys, at 9 a.m., if the guys would come and help us, we're going to clean out the nursery so that we can finish getting that set up for, uh, for the nursery because we're growing in there, and we need to clean out the back room. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring some things to the back. We're just going to kind of clean it up real good. It could take a few hours, but 9 a.m. next Saturday, guys, if you can come help, it'd be great. Uh, we're going to just clean that out, move things around so we can get ready because our nursery is growing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. And the, uh, they're going to go ahead and bring the stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and dismiss us. But only in the center two section will be our, our voting members uh, because we have to take care of that. Amen. Well, God bless you. We'll see you Wednesday. If you're not a voting member, if you are, we need you to come sit in the middle. And we're going to get.